All right, church, turn in your Bible to Psalm chapter 119, if you will, this morning. And uh, we're going to jump right into it. I'm a little bit anxious about preaching this morning because uh, I don't have much of a typical outline, to be honest with you. Um, I was telling Brother Taylor, you know, this isn't a expository sermon this morning, which is really what I prefer. Um, but the Lord has uh, greatly burdened my heart, and I want to share that burden this morning. And I, I just trust Him that that what He is laid upon me that I will be able to uh that he'll use me to press that upon you as well. Um because I want to hear from him this morning. Uh, if we don't if we don't come into his house with the intention of hearing from God, then we're not coming for the right reasons. And uh that's what we ought to be here for this morning. So look with me if you will, chapter one hundred and nineteen and verse number nine. Where we'll start reading down to verse number 16. The Bible says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts. I have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Let's pray together this morning. God, Lord, if you don't help me, I can't preach this this morning, Lord. God, I pray that you would help me to take this burden and to place it upon the hearts of your people. Oh, Lord, tear open our hearts this morning and grab hold of us, God. Lord, I pray that you would be in this place and that you would have us to look at our own self and that we would consider where we are before you and how we're living before you and whether we're truly seeking after you this morning, God. Oh, Lord, please be with us this morning and help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. If I were to give a title to this message this morning, the title would be, Where is Your Bible? Now, I understand it's Sunday morning. And I understand it's probably in your lap. But my burden is, where is your Bible the rest of the time? Is it sitting in the pew? Is it sitting in your trunk? Is it sitting on the counter at the house? Are you interested in reading it? Are you delighting in God's Word? Let's look around at what's going on here in this nation around us, in our community around us, at the wickedness that has taken place. And we ought not be surprised of the actions of the lost people of this world. This, these things are happening because God's people have gotten away from the Word of God. And we gotta get back into God's Word and we have to take it serious. Oh, God has been greatly dealing with my heart. I feel such an impression to be more and more serious. I, 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 
we announce the, the coming of Christ. And I, I really think to myself, how frequently, how often are we getting up in the morning thinking this could be the day? This could be the day that my Savior is coming back. Or are we thinking about work and our chores and our finances and the things that don't matter in this world? we got to focus on the things of God and recognize that He is worth every moment, every second of our life must be fully yielded to the Savior. False doctrines have taken over our nation and, and worldly opinions are infecting our, our, our minds of our young people and they've gotten into our colleges and we have many people that are, are labeling themselves and professing Christians uh, that, that have gone astray from the word of God. There is, there is nothing that replaces God's word. And, and we have young people that profess to be Christians that have changed their mind about the things of God because they don't they they haven't got into the word of God. They haven't been consistent with the word of God. So this may be a very brief sermon, but I just want God to do his work this morning. All I have is is three questions that I want to ask you this morning. And I, I ask you that you understand that everything I'm preaching to you this morning is coming out of the tenderness of my heart, it, not meanness and ugliness towards you, but out of the r- most sincere desire that you seek after the Savior this morning. My first question to you is, have you forsaken God's word in your daily life? Have you turned away from it? Uh, I've got a few verses that I wrote down as I was trying to prepare for this and asking God to help me. Some facts that happen when we forsake the word of God in our life. I wrote down Romans 10, 17. The Bible tells us that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'll say one, when you forsake the word of God in your daily life, your spiritual growth, your faith growth is going to be stunted. You're not going to grow. There's this false idea that when uh, when we take a step back from the things of God that we just kind of hang there, that we just kind of hit a plateau. But the truth is, if our eyes are not constantly set on Jesus, the wickedness of our flesh immediately will try to start drawing us away. Just as Peter's eyes were on Christ as he was walking on the water, and the moment he took his eyes off of Christ, he didn't stay still, but he began to sink in that moment. You understand how dangerous and treacherous that this world is. Just how real it is that Satan wants to destroy your life in just an instant, in just a moment. We must have God's word every single day. We must feed upon it. We must consume it within our souls so that we can be used for his glory. So our spiritual growth is stunted. But I'd also say Psalm number 119, verse number five, uh, excuse me, verse number uh, 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This right here, God's word is a lamp to our feet and it lights the path in our life that we're willing to take. I was telling our young people this morning that God has a will and a purpose and a path for our life. But if we determine we can create our own path, we can start going out our own way and our own broad path away from God. But that's not God's way. He wants us to take his word so that it lights our way, because without it, you are stumbling around in the darkness of your life. You have no purpose in your life if you are not daily in God's word and looking for his purpose in your life today, today. 
Think of think of what's going what you have going on in your life right now. Think of what has consumed your mind in this last week and the worries and the fears and the anxieties. And think to yourself, how much time have I really been seeking to give God this last week? How how much have I been spending time in prayer trying to plead that God do things in my lost co-workers, in my lost friends and family? Without God's word in your life, you are stumbling around in the dark. You're going to fall. You're going to fail. I want you to hear my warning. You need God's word in your life every day. Don't stumble around in the dark. Say also, Matthew chapter number four, verse number three and four. The Bible says, when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. Talking Christ when he was tempted in the wilderness. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Without God's word, you are spiritually starving. Without God's word, you, you are becoming weak as a Christian. You, there is no strength in you. Uh, one of the failures, and I'll throw myself out there, I have never, I, I, I'm not... I, there's nothing good or exciting about me, but even I at times am guilty of just going through the motions, just making sure that I'm fulfilling my responsibilities. And that comes because I haven't been where I ought to be and my eyes haven't been focused on what they ought to be focused on. Maybe I'm consumed about the things going on in my life and the world around me, but uh, but nevertheless, I haven't been thinking about my Savior, Jesus Christ, who saved me from all my sin and all of my wickedness. Think of where you used to be. Think of who you used to be. Look at where God has brought you today. And we are forsaking his word. We're seeing weakness in the church. You're spiritually starving. Then I also say uh, Psalm chapter 119, verse number 11. You have uh, you have lowered your defense against sin. Look at it, verse 11 there right there in front of you. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. We need this to help us. Oh my, we, we need this to help us against sin. Those times in which you are greatly tempted by Satan to, to head in a direction that you may be trying to fool yourself in that moment to be reminded by God's word through your daily study how much it would break his heart. How much it, it could wreck your world. How much it could ruin the work that God is doing in your life. Listen. The closer I draw to God, the more evident it continually is that, that that you're either all in this or you're not in it at all. There is no lukewarmness in our Christian faith. You're either all, you are either focused on the Savior or you're not doing God's work. You're playing games with God. I'm asking you this morning again in in as tender a way as I know how. Where are you this morning? Where's your Bible been this morning? Have you forsaken God's word? The second question I want to ask you, and this one really breaks my heart. Do you realize the consequence for your children? For your children. Even those of you that may have already raised your children, the the little ones that are out there being taught right now, you look in their innocent face and in their innocent eyes, and the world wants to consume them. It wants to warp their minds, and it wants to destroy them, and it wants to take them away from the Lord. I made a mark here, Psalm chapter number 78. Let me read this to you. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old. 
which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. For he hath established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them. Even the children, even the children which should be born, which should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast, uh, steadfast, not with God. Listen to me. This isn't a game. And if we don't take the word of God serious and make a point to learn the word of God, to hide it within our hearts and to take it to our children and to give it to them and to teach them actively, they are very they could very well uh, go down the wrong path of ruin. You understand that that out of the 10 or 12 years that I have worked with young people, I know some that are faithfully serving God now, and I know some that are not, that have gone down a path of ruin and destruction. You under... Your children, if all they're getting is when you drop them off at Sunday school and on Wednesday night, that's not enough. They need it from you. They need to see their daddy taking the word of God and reading it daily and taking it to them and talking to them about it on a daily basis and how good God is and how God fed him this morning and helped him this morning and answered his prayers this morning. If the extent of your Christian life is on Sunday morning when you walk in this door, then you're not living the Christian life. I'm not being ugly to you this morning. I'm wanting you to grow in the good things of the Lord. I'm wanting you to see what an abundant, joyful life that there is to live in Jesus Christ. But if we don't take this thing serious, how can we expect the next generation to trust in the Lord? They're falling away. They're getting away. Great consequence is going to take place if we don't take these things serious. I saw people that I grew up with, that I went to school with, that I went to college with, that by the end of college... They had new opinions about some things and they decided that they were going to uh, accept some things but reject some things. And this is the only way that that happens, that they do not have the faith to continue to trust is they got out of what gave them the faith. And that was the word of God. As mamas and listen, daddy, you can't be a good daddy if you're not studying God's word. Mama, you can't be a good mama if you're not studying God's word. Grandma and grandpa, if you've forsaken God's word, you can't be good grandparents to them. I mean, we got to get in this thing whole hog and get serious. It is time to get serious about the things of God. So do you realize the consequence for your children? And then the last thing, and I'm done. What, what do you think God will say when you stand before him in judgment? I mean, have we forgotten? There will be, I mean, the, the, uh, let me just read here. Second Corinthians chapter number five. <clears throat> Verse number 10 and 11, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Listen to me. 
Do not forget, you will stand before the Lord one day. I thank God that He has saved my soul. If you knew me the way that God knows me, then you would be disgusted with me. And I would say that you would probably agree with me in that. Is there any good thing in us? No, there's not. All we are is what God has made of us, of what Christ has forgiven us from, and that He is He has set us up in His glory. And we we have for, we have forsaken His book. We've walked away. We've treated like I love the singing. I get excited about being able to sing. I get excited about the things going on at church. I get, I, I love all the uh, ministries and the events and the things that we offer. But if you're if you're getting away from the Lord day to day, then you're just missing out. And you'll have to answer for that one day. You understand that? We'll have to answer for these things that we've done. Every day ought to be given to the Lord. Uh, It's been my prayer lately that God, that I would just give God more of me. And that I could see Him more evident in my life. And that He would do great and wonderful things, not because of me, but because I want to see the work of Christ done. I want to see it. I, I I just want to be close. Don't you want to be close? Don't you want to draw near? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. I'm done. Ask the piano player to come up here this morning. I know this was short. This was the burden God gave me. I pray that he's pressed it upon your hearts. I want to ask you, where's your Bible been? I'm not being critical of you. There's been times I haven't prayed like I ought to. There's been times I haven't read like I ought to. Where's your Bible been? Have you been studying? You've been living for the Lord. I'll pray real quick and then the piano player can start. Lord, I thank you for your burden. I pray we get serious about this, Lord. Bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen.